0: Punched the door, reached the door around, and I got fined before I played a before I played a professional game. I was fined eight hundred dollars for breaking the window. And we're playing. I don't know. It was like the eighth inning. We're down two runs. I went to the bullpen during a pitching change. And I threw up in the bullpen bathroom. I came back out, and then I hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning to put us up by three runs after I threw up in the bathroom. <laughs> i oh.
1: Three of the stirred-up pod. Today we are going to talk about little baseball, NFL, PGA, and Peyton. It's our first special guest. It's going to be Jack Meggs, our good friend. We talked about baseball. We were. It was Thursday. It was Wednesday night, and Thursday happened to be the White Sox Yankees Field of Dreams game, which is exactly what baseball needed. They needed a. Great game on the Field of Dreams game, and that happened with the walk-off.
2: I mean, it's got to be instant top five game of all time, right? Top five
1: regular season game for sure.
2: Definitely a regular season game.
1: It's, I mean, definitely, it's, it's, def, it's definitely one of the best regular season games I've, I've watched. Um, I mean, MLB is smart. They already have next year. They're doing the same thing. They're doing another game. I don't know if it's the same team's. Yeah.
2: But um, it was uh, what, the, what the most watched MLB regular season game in 16 years.
1: Yeah, 5.9 million people watched that baseball game. And it was on a Thursday. And my dad was bitching and complaining because the game started at four o'clock here, West Coast time.
2: So I was pretty upset it did start at four yeah, as well. Yeah, it did. I was hoping but, for like a six o'clock time.
1: Yeah, but then I, after living in the, the central time zone, I understand why the games need to be – I like the games being a little early because I hated watching Monday Night Football and, or even baseball, playoff baseball, and it's like, oh seven o'clock start. We have West Coast time. I'm like, fuck, man, it's 9 o'clock here. Like, watch the Pac-12 long sucks. Days. Long days. So, I understand why, um, but that's still a lot of guys that watch the – I mean, just a baseball game out in Iowa, and Iowa might have got the best game. In the last uh, couple of years, and you were hating on Iowa.
2: Now, like I said, uh, previous podcasts, they deserve one baseball game a year. And I couldn't picture a better baseball game for those Iowa fans to uh, receive.
1: I mean, did you see the 14 year olds that played on the actual field that they filmed the movie in?
2: Dude, hit a grand yeah. slam into the corn. Oh, you're talking like the RBI game
1: or whatever? Yeah, it was RBI game. So it was just home run fest on both both fields. The 14 year and the big leagues. I mean, how many home runs was that? Six home runs? In the MLB game? MLB game. Judge had two. Stanton so, yeah. had one. Uh Brandon Gardner. Garner. Gardner had one. Abreu Brett had one. Yeah, Brett Gardner. Uh Abreu had one. What is that? Oh, we had there's seven.
2: Seven homers. UTA Sebi. Yeah,
1: Sebi. That was a there's a call out of the hat. Sebi. You. You guys, yeah, if
2: you speaking guys... of that, three for three on the podcast. Hope some of you uh, sterniacs out there followed us on those with the uh, Sebi-Homer, Abreu-Homer, and the White Sox hammering. Uh, they kind of got a little shaky there at the end, but they pulled through Oof. for us.
1: I mean, Hendrix is usually uh, lights out, but that was a rough – that was, a, that was a rough ninth inning out of him.
2: I'll be honest. Uh I'm I hope they I hope they go Kimbrel ninth, Hendricks eighth.
1: Hendricks eighth, even though um, after he once was a big
2: Once it gets postseason time. I just feel like Kimbrel's he's had that moment, right? He's he's close yeah. out of World Series. Yeah. He's been there before. He I just uh, Hendricks has been a little shaky ever since uh Kimbrel's arrived.
1: I will say that's a once it gets to uh, October, it's going to be a tough bullpen to try and get through.
2: I mean, you that's could. A, that's a loaded bullpen, man. You're going to.
1: I mean, it's just like how the new wave of baseball starters just got to go six because everyone has a seven, eight, nine guy. So obviously, the seven is going to be Kopech. Eight would be Kimbrel. Nine would be Hendricks, but they threw against the Yankees and it should have worked. Um, but I, I feel like that's going to be a.
2: Yeah, Crockett, Crockett and Bummer in there too.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a tough team to get out, especially if they hit like they they have been. I mean, everyone's hitting, pitching's being lights out, and then those three guys out of the pen is pretty disgusting.
2: Dude, old TLR baby, sipping the whiskey in the dugout, margin <laughs> in charge, and Chargin, Tony Larisa. That's going to need a, a walker to get out to the mound.
1: Soon. 100%. Um, Let's move on. Let's. How about Fernando Tatiste? I think it's today that I saw he was starting in the
2: outfield. Is he starting today?
1: Yes, I saw the lineup today. He was starting, and he was starting, I, I believe, in the left. I could be center wrong. field.
2: Oh, wow.
1: I got to look it up. Hold on. Which surprising
2: because I think the corners are harder to play, right? In center. Yeah. A little more tail on the ball.
1: Yeah, but um, yeah. You you are correct. I mean, you are an outfielder, so we're an outfielder. Let's see here.
2: I mean, I, I understand the reasoning behind it. it he, I mean, it is uh, he's in right field.
1: He's in right field. Okay, because he has he has a can. His,
2: his fielding percentage is really low, right? He's a
1: shortstop. He leaves a, I think he leaves all of baseball for shortstops that have the amount of innings that you can qualify. I think he leads up, uh, every shortstop in errors. I know that. I just saw Brandon Crawford. I think has four errors, and Fernando Tatis has twenty. So it's a big difference. I'm
2: sure yeah, I'm I saying. mean, uh, the Padres obviously have the the depth of infielders to be able yeah. to, uh And I just traded you know, for a guy from the Pirates. Throw him out there,
1: I forgot the guy that they got for the Pirates. Who was an all-star second yeah, base, Adam Frazier. Frazier. So yeah, I mean they have him. They had uh a lefty. That was a rookie last year. Cronenworth. Yeah, Cronenworth. Those, I mean, they can have those guys play in the middle. Machado. You forget that he came up as a shortstop. Yeah,
2: Machado could play shortstop for him if he wanted
1: to. So, uh, I think what hurt him, I think it's more of a psyche for him, if anything. Um, he's he's going to hit off the plate no matter what. It's just to, what position does he want to play at. I mean, he's a tall – he's almost an, like an A-Rod type guy. He, he – He's really athletic, but it shorts up his best position. I don't know. Um, he can definitely go out in right field and play for another 15, 20 years
2: if he wants to. Tatis?
1: Yeah, easily. Tatis I, think he could.
2: I think he'll easily slide into center field once he starts getting some reps. And he's got the speed, the arm, and the athleticism yeah. to easily transition into center field. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and then Diamondbacks, Tyler Gilbert. First perfect yeah. first MLB debut, and you all go out there and throw a no hitter.
2: That is unbelievable, incredible. Family in the stands, yeah, yeah that
1: was awesome. If I'm if first I were Paul, him, the
2: first got to be the first ever, right, to throw a no hitter debut. Fourth, fourth, wow, fourth. That's yes. that's surprising. Fourth, yeah. Who's the Who's the last before him? Do we know that? Uh, I don't know that.
1: I can look that up, but all I have to say is. If you're Tyler Gilbert,
2: we're getting a stats guy. We need to hire a stats guy. We need guy. a stats
1: guy. Um that <laughs> I should I should have my dad hop on here and have him just look up stats for me, but it may take about 20 minutes for him to figure it out.
2: Um we'll we'll lock that in. We'll get it, we'll get a stats guy right yeah, here. I mean, he's not doing anything right now.
1: If you're Tyler Gilbert, do you want to have your first career start a no-no? You can only go downhill from there.
2: I mean, this is hypothetical.
1: It's a trick question. Obviously, you want to have a no no and you want to just pitch your lights out you your butt off. But
2: I mean, he just cemented yeah. himself. He did. And time now, back history, baseball. But history. now,
1: everyone.
2: Let's see. MLB debut. Well, let's be real. The expectation isn't for him to go out and throw a no hitter every time. No,
1: not at all. Well, you never know.
2: No, we know.
1: Uh, uh, we'll cut this out.
2: At least he did it against the Padres. So, man, that's a hell of a lineup to throw at. I, no, I know, know, right?
3: Players. MLB debut. Okay. I think PGA Washington's
2: lawyer could find these stats faster.
1: You know what? (laughs) That's a messed up thing to say. Uh, Okay. Only players to throw a no hit. We both only have three (laughs) years of college. I I will be done this December, so I will have a degree. That stupid piece of paper. So the only players to throw a no hitter in their first career big league starts are Bomus Jones, B U M P-U-S Jones, and his first major league debut start with the Cincinnati Reds in 19. Nope, October 15th, 1892. The next guy, okay. Bobo Holman, St. Louis Browns in 1983.
2: Great name. Great name. Bobo
1: Holman. So yeah, those are the only actually, I was wrong. It wasn't, it wasn't four, it was three. So, he's the third player. He's the third. Nice. Yep. Yep. Um, so, yeah, 1953 was the last time that it happened. It was by the St. Louis Browns. What a baseball team game. But, I mean, yeah, that's just
2: – it's an unbelievable start to your career with a no-hitter. Definitely um, – uh, I think he definitely bought him himself the whole rest of the season in the big leagues. Yeah,
1: yes, yes he did. Let's segue. are are the are the Bears back?
2: You know, I don't want to get my uh I want I don't want to get too far ahead of myself here. Okay. Yeah. But Justin Fields look pretty damn good out there in the Chicago Bears <laughs> uniform. So
1: Saturday, they played Saturday, correct? They Saturday did. morning. Saturday morning. Um, I was on the golf course, so I was not. I was not watching, uh, but I was checking Twitter every now and then. I wasn't. I don't follow any Bears accounts. I'm not a Bears fan. My Twitter and texts were blowing up about Justin Fields, saying this is the greatest of all time, second coming of God, greatest player ever. He did have not nice stats. Me. Not from you. You did. You did send me a picture of SpongeBob with a chub on, and said me watching Justin Fields. <laughs>
2: <True>. I did <laughs> but, send that.
1: But it was a had a good performance. I think he uh, he had two touchdowns, 143 yards passing. I mean, he's but obviously he's four,
2: fourteen and twenty. There we go. A couple drop passes in there though. That he would have been a little more crisp on yeah. the completion yeah. side. Uh, yeah, he had the one rushing touchdown, the one throwing touchdown uh i don't like that after the game he said you know that it felt pretty slow to him out there uh, yeah the good I'm... day man just let the good day's roll because you know once you get those first stringers out there they're going to start scheming you um oh yeah and it's, it's definitely going to start getting a little bit faster thankfully we have a top tier defense so you know he's facing that top tier uh competition in practice yeah so i'm just
1: going to look it off the stat lines for um the quarterback, the first-round quarterbacks, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson. Obviously, you just read off Justin Fields, 14 for 20, two touchdowns. Mac Jones, 13 for 19, 87 yards. Trey Lance, 5 for 14, 128, and a touchdown. His one touchdown and most of his yards was on that 60-yard bomb. 80. 80-yard 80 bomb. Yeah. Um, so that's that doesn't I mean, sound like a good day over there. Trevor Lawrence, 6 for 9, nice, 71 yards. Zach Wilson, six for nine, 63 yards. And I think the reason why those two, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, didn't have as many throws or plays, I guess you would say, as the other two guys, is Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are already starters on their team. So they're just going to do the, the first quarter and come out. The other two guys, other three guys are technically backups. We'll see how the season goes for those guys, but that's where they had a little bit more,
2: um, a little bit more a little playing, playing time. time. Yeah, as you would say. I mean, for sure. Yeah. I mean, all of them looked, uh I mean, nothing, nothing uh, to brag on them about, you know what I mean? Uh, no. Other than, you know, other than Trey Lance. I mean, without that one uh, 80 yard bomb throw, yeah. what he would have been 4 of 14 with like 30 yards. Yeah. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have done very much. I got to check the tape on that. I didn't see much of that game if there were, like, drops or anything like that. Yeah, I didn't either. If you're going to have
1: an MVP for the preseason week one. Who you going with? Who are you going with?
2: It's got to be Justin, right? Nathan Peterman. Nathan Peterman didn't even have a touchdown. He had an interception. Yeah, but did you see his stat line?
1: Dude is out there all he game. guys won
2: against none of the Seahawks first stringers.
1: Nathan Peterman, listen to this, list, 29 for 39. This guy was out there all game. 246 and a pick. Obviously, it's Nathan Peterman. He's gonna have a pick, but man, dude, he just he played lights out. Nathan Peterman's back. Best best third string tell quarterback you what That's NFL.
2: about it's about the same stats you get out of Derek Carr right there.
1: No, don't even don't even start that. Don't even start
2: that. Uh, Wait, I forgot. We can't bash Mount West guys. Sorry, we can't bash Mount West guys. Oh, hey, yeah. one other, one other guy, Jordan Love. Jordan Love,
1: he is hurt right he now. He played well. He got an MRI today. Oh, did he sh- get hurt on his shoulder? His strong shoulder. It came back negative. I didn't from know he got I hurt, saw. but he
2: had a good game.
1: Yeah, he had a touchdown that I saw. Um, they did play the Texans. But yeah, he. I saw that to this morning where he said they got an MRI and he was uh, They said it came back clean, uh, nothing there. But they don't. They pulled him out for a little bit. We'll see how that goes.
2: What about uh? What's your opinion on that quarterback battle down there in Baton Rouge? I
1: think that. I love watching Jameis Winston. He is, just you don't know what's gonna happen. He could throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns, or he can throw for 400 yards and five picks. You don't know, but I think he is a better quarterback for their system. Other than Taysom Hill, I don't. I, I don't think Taysom Hill. I think he's just a Taysom's just a one-trick pony. You don't really know what. I mean, Jameis, He can. He can still move a little bit. He can throw. He can do all the handoffs. Everything he needs to do. I feel like Taysom, it's like you're when you play with Taysom, there you're just daring him to throw the football. And this day and age, like you have to be able to throw the football, and Taysom Hill just can't throw the football as well as Jameis can, even though Jameis does turn the ball over every now and then. But I feel like Sean Payton will scheme some stuff up for, for uh Jameis, and so he doesn't throw that many picks or doesn't have the opportunities to throw that many picks.
2: Yeah, Sean Sean Payton's going to get people open for him. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm actually checking that game right now.
1: Um, I mean, he has weapons. He's got Michael I mean, Thomas. They, yeah. he got Michael Thomas. They a... both
2: turned it over. Taysom and Jameis both turned it over yesterday. Yeah. Um, if Jameis learned anything from Drew Brees and just be able to get the ball out fast to those reads, um, obviously, they yeah, get Michael yeah. Thomas back and all that. Yeah. yeah. But if he can just get the ball out quick, not turn the ball over, I mean, they're going to be a strong team with Jameis.
1: I mean, they re- – I
2: mean, I – you can say, "Oh, strictly because of Sean Payton."
1: Yes, they did lose many guys. Okay, yes, they lost Drew Beas, he who's a Hall of Famer. Um, but the last couple of years, he couldn't throw a football pass thirty yards on the field. Um, at least with Jameis, that's generous. Yeah, that's that is a generous. As long as Jameis just, I mean, just take what he gets, man. If you can just take what they give him, even if you have to dump it off to Kamara ten times a game. You're going to do well. You're going to get a couple yards. You're going to march on the field. You're going, to get, you're going to get in the end zone. Um, it's just the fact that Jameis is just a gunslinger.
2: And I don't know. I want to
1: watch him. I would love for him to.
2: I do too. I want to watch Jameis and uh, Tampa square off.
1: Yeah. Yep. I mean, they're, they'll score off twice a year. They're in their same division. So.
2: And then. Uh, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be a good battle. We'll see. We'll see what it comes down to
1: and then uh tebow man, that crack block coming back across the line laying wood laying the wood uh <laughs> obviously the video didn't look great he did his job he got the he got the linebacker he did out of do way. his job that's the thing job. he did do his. he job. opened the hole the guy got like four or five yards he did what he needed to do yeah he got the running back outside it just didn't look pretty but hey nothing uh, nothing ever looks pretty every play no, everything looks pretty. He looked great he doesn't in the uniform. He did not have to look pretty. He, he did look great. He looked, looked yoked. Yep, he looked great in the uniform.
2: I just – I think people want to see a little more aggression out there at Tebow. You know what I mean? I yeah. you know he doesn't have that – he's not a real, you know, I'm going to hurt you type of player. But tight end, tight end, that's a nasty position, man. You got to get out there yeah. and lay some wood, crack block some guys. Yeah. And that was a perfect opportunity to just deplete somebody. That was my favorite part about playing football. <laughs> it was just absolutely yeah. blindsiding somebody. But, hey, shout out to Tebow. It's just good to see him back in a football uniform, yeah. not a baseball uniform.
1: And I think another part that made it look worse than it was, he did his job. He did what he needed to do. Um, I wonder if how fast the game is for him playing a new position. You played quarterback your whole life. And now you step foot on the NFL field playing tight end. And do you have think it's this slower? Do you think it would be slower for him or faster?
2: I mean, guys I are flying slower, around. Right? Cause quarterback quarterback, you're back there. You, you have to read the whole defense. You're doing audibles. You got to know, you know, what the plays are, every person's route tight end. He just needs to know his route, who he's blocking. You know, yeah. he has more time to think about his job. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, and he's a smart guy. He's yeah. a really smart football player. So he'll, I think, I think he'll know, it he out. might, he'll if he can catch the football, he'll do all right.
3: Yeah,
1: I think so, too. I uh, just hope he makes it makes the squad. We'll see how that goes. Um, but tough look
2: for his block. But
1: hey, preseason game number one. He's got two more.
2: Make it up. Hey, he's one for one. He's one for he's one. On one blocks.
1: for one. One for one on blocks, man. Put that on the chart. In the tight end room, successful blocks. Give him a star on his helmet. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and then today, the Wyndham Championship ended with a six-man playoff.
2: Fucking back-to-back weeks with playoffs.
1: Did you see that they had all six guys tee off at the same time?
2: They I did see the, that.
1: They all played together.
2: Now, I you did want, see that, dude. They I saw – I saw another uh, – I saw that shot tracer on Twitter, though, of all six tee shots, man. It looked like a golden tee round at a bar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, man, it looked like – I mean, there was 12 guys on the green. Could you imagine? Hey, you're, you hit it the farthest, that hole. You got to wait for five other dudes to hit your shot. It's true.
2: It, I mean, but that's how you got to do it.
1: I've seen where for they sure. split it up. They go three and three. It's like a tournament-type thing.
2: It's like, all right. See, I don't, I don't like that though. I think every whoever's in it should all be out there one hole. There's nobody else. It's not like you know. It's not like anybody's behind them. We're not holding up the course on anybody. (laughs) That's true.
1: (laughs) That is, yeah, that's true. But um, so this Kevin Kisner wins the the tournament with a. He just stuck his approach shot to four feet. Uh, Scott missed. Adam Scott missed his four footer as well because he stuck it there.
2: And then uh is that the one he twirled Kissner and just big daddy walked right after? Yep. That might be one of the sexiest golf shots I've ever seen hit. He just you know right through impact, right yeah. through impact, went straight to club twirl and just started strutting, dude. I right just, at d- the green.
1: I, like when I when I play golf and I hit I think I hit a great shot at the flag, my goal is gonna be close, and I'll club twirl it and I'll stand there and watch and then i just get kicked in the nuts because i either they're long or short it's never right at it the fact that these guys hit their shot and they do the, the tiger club twirl walk after they hit it and boom it's within a three-foot radius it's just there's no there's a reason why they're you know top 100 players in the world
2: there's a be- reason they're playing on tv as Kisner said, we're getting breakfast balls off the first tee.
1: As Kisner said, there's a, this is not a hobby. <laughs> he's a, it's a hobby for most. It's a hobby for most, but this is not a hobby for him. Um, he played well. I just, uh, I think Kisner is hilarious. All his videos, everything he's ever done with, you know, he does stuff for oh, much, stuff. Deserving. Does much deserving, definitely much deserving. Much deserving.
2: Um, yeah. He was what? Oh, for five. Yeah. Oh, for five. But also,
1: This thing also helps him for maybe, maybe he gets a little little backdoor action on the Ryder Cup team if he keeps playing well. Um, He moved up to, he's now, he's top 20 in the Ryder Cup standings.
2: So- How many guys guys they take for the Ryder Cup?
1: There's six qualifiers. There's six automatic qualifiers and there's six captains picks. So 12 guys- So 12. So 12 total. And there's six already in there. Um, Let me look up the Ryder Cup
3: standings.
2: I just with how many young players there are right now that are playing really good golf on the pga tour i just don't see it happening
1: yeah so obviously the first three guys colin morikawa number one right now bryson dechambeau number two um, bryson number three brooks justin thomas and xander shafi are the top six those we already knew those six were going to get in no matter what um yeah and then let's just go to the last six the next six Seven Jordan Spieth, eight Harris English, nine Patrick Reed, 10 Daniel Berger, 11 Patrick Cantley, and 12 Tony Finau.
2: I think you can take English and Berger out. You can take English and Berger like those 12 guys. But then yeah. again, then again, you've got Scheffler playing amazing golf. Yeah, you got Scottish. Sal Torres playing amazing golf. Well, there's a lot of young guys, man, that are. That are playing lights out every yeah. weekend. I know Kissner won this last week. How's he been how how is he overall right now?
1: He is 29th in the FedEx Cup standings right now. So he's top 30. Um, but he is uh, 18 on the Ryder Cup. The guys in front of him are Sam Burns, Billy Horschel, Jason Kokrak, Scotty Scheffler, and Webb Simpson.
2: It'd be hard to leave out cooch. Kokrat or Matt Kuchar? No, yeah, dude, he's in it every year. Yeah, he's number thirty right now
1: on the Ryder Cup standings.
2: All I'm saying is, dude, Bubba's been playing great golf. There's a lot of Americans that are. uh, I will say the only time definitely be a part of it.
1: Kisner has never. uh, I think I don't think he's ever lost a match in a in a team setting.
2: I could be wrong,
1: but I think he's the
2: captain for the Ryder Cup. Do we know? Uh, it's, uh, Steve Stricker, I'm pretty sure.
1: Steve Stricker, I think, is it.
2: He so got got, he got ties to Kisner? I don't know. They're all buddies. Everyone knows everyone. <laughs> yeah, we'll see.
1: But yeah, I mean, Kisner could definitely be a captain's pick. He's in, he's in that conversation now. I mean, I can't remember the last time Cantley's played well. Or Fino. I feel like those guys are always on it and don't – haven't done well lately um, playing golf. So, I mean, if – let's just say Kisner gets to the Tour Championship, plays well all the way up, and none of those guys make it. and You're going in to the – you're one of the 30 players in the world that are in the Tour Championship, and you're not going to be one of the 12 Americans not picked for the Ryder Cup. I think that's kind of hard.
2: To I'll tell you what. Ryder Cup's at the end of September. Yep. If Kisner can play – a Solid month and a half of golf, I will give him a rider cut. Like, I, I feel like he earns it. Yeah, 100%. he's got to play solid though for a month and a half straight. He can't, you know, can't go out there one yeah. tournament and miss a cut or you know, play. play. Yeah. He's got to be top at least top 20, you know, yeah. every tournament. But with this. Season is officially over for the PGA Tour.
1: So now, starting next week, is the first round of the FedEx Cup playoffs, in the Northern Trust playoffs. In. playoffs, playoffs, Fucking playoffs. Um, there's some notables that didn't even make it. Two in particular: Ricky Fowler and Justin Rose. Justin Rose was he start? Justin Rose started off at uh 138 going into to uh this tournament this weekend, this past weekend. And he made a crucial bogey on 18. That dropped him. If he would have made par and finished the round, he was subjected to go 125 and get in. Made bogey, dropped one spot to Chess and, had- Chess and Hadley. Chess and Hadley snuck in at 125. That is just a gut punch to bogey at 18 right there.
2: And Let's it was talk about f- that Chess and Hadley finish too with the Chess ace and Hadley, at 16. And the reason
1: why Chesson Hadley got jumped up in there, he had an ace on 16. And then I'm pretty sure he parred out from there and he made a, he had a, a, a good par save on 18 to get him, get himself in
2: there. And yeah, then terrible celebration after the ACE. Terrible. Um, I, w- I will say mine was 10 times better. Yes. Uh, but tough to see Justin Rose and Ricky uh, Fowler was on the cusp. Like that. He was. Rose was pretty upset after. Oh yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, then you got Ricky Fowler, man. That's a guy that's – he's been going through a swing change uh, this whole year. I think he did a whole complete swing change. Yeah. Uh, and he's got his new irons that just got released. And those things are like freaking straight-up butter knives if you've ever seen them. They're tiny. Straight-up freaking butter knives. And I then, don't think I would hit a ball past my cart if I used those.
1: No. He – but the thing was is he was – he came in at one thirty. He only needed to go up four spot, five spots to get in. And he didn't even make the cut. Um, I think that's a tough he
2: had a rough, rough. He had a rough, uh, rough start, man, yeah. early on in the season. He was missing a lot of cuts. Missing
1: a lot of cuts. He didn't even make it to the – I don't believe he even played in the U.S. Open. Masters. He, he didn't play, he didn't in, play in the Masters as well. So he had, a, he had a tough stretch there. He played well at the PGA Championship and then he played okay at the US or the Open Championship. But him not getting in is kind of eye-opening because he's one of those guys where he's always in it. You know, you see him all the time. Actually, every commercial all the time. He, he's he's one of the poster childs for you know this day and age is PGA
2: tour. Fan favorite. He's fan favorite. Um, Gets the people going. I know in the the waste management, man, it's 70% of the people there are usually there to see Ricky. 100%.
1: And then your pick to win almost made a run there going into the back nine and then 10 11 just ripped his heart out.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Willie Z had Zalatoris top 10 and winning, possibly winning. Um, yeah, he had a great front nine, uh, got to thirteen. I think he was two back once he got to thirteen at the time. Yeah, um, and they all got to the playoffs at fifteen, right?
1: Yeah, everyone was at fifteen. He was at thirteen going into the his back nine, going yeah, into ten. Went, went
2: bogey double or did he go double bogey? He went he bogey went double. then
1: double. So ten he yeah. bogeyed, uh, eleven he doubled. 11 and and double. I think you, I think you only out. got, I think you only got to eleven under to finish. um, but, yeah, that's – I mean, he needed to win. they secure his tour card. So, I'm pretty sure he has to go to the web.com um, championship. That
3: work for him. Yeah, he'll go he'll, over there and dominate him. Yeah, he'll go over and dominate. but he, It
1: would have been nice to see him. I mean, he's played well in pretty much every PGA oh, he's played. Yeah. They even every said major. That. Yep. They said if he would have won and got his tour card for this year and next year, um, he there if he would have won his FedEx Cup standings for this year, his projected FedEx Cup standings would have put him at 21. If he was in it this year, if he was in the FedEx Cup, yeah, he was already a top 25 player in the That's PGA ridiculous.
2: tour. It's in that ridiculous set, he can't get like exempted and he can't even PGA? get ex- Yep, Unreal can't play. He's got to and... go. I mean, what if he goes, goes and plays a bad couple rounds?
1: I think the thing that helps is he could. If he does play bad in the and the uh in the the what is it the Corn Ferry Tour Championship round whatever it's called, if he does play rough, he still will get a substantial amount of sponsorship exemptions next year. Going oh on. yeah, absolutely. And he's if he name I now, mean, man, he's
2: a big name. And if Mr. he Mister Gilmore's caddy,
1: yeah, and he could uh, I mean the new season starts I think early November for next year. He could go play and uh, – he can go play those other smaller tournaments just right after the Ryder Cup and get his tour card pretty quickly, I think, without all of the big names in there. Um, yeah. And then uh, – so now we've got coming up our good friend Jack Miggs. We'll see how he is. Uh, Jack Miggs. He's got some stories story. for us, uh, a little background before uh, we edited him in here. He is now the, he's a GA at Kansas, and he is also one of our ex-teammates on the old Monstars, the Rome Lake Monsters. He was the original, the stirs, got to get the stirs hot type guy, rally guy, just a great person overall, and just, a, he's going to be a fun interview, so...
2: very unfortunate ending to uh that stirs career as well and we're gonna have to give a little uh recap of that we'll give a little recap of that all right jack mikes
0: can i do the five tenders can can i do buffalo
2: get his order get his order live get his order on here
4: can i
0: do buffalo thank you
4: do you
2: want ranch or blue cheese?
4: Ranch would be great. What level of spice
2: are you doing? <laughs> <We laughs> fucking know that. What's going on today, pal? What
0: are you doing? All uh, right, here we go. Sorry, we're going um little day party in Kirkland. We went out last night in Seattle. What are you drinking? Yeah, what are you? What,
2: are what you, you been drinking today? What have you been drinking?
0: Big waves.
2: Oh, coming of big waves you guys
0: ever had one of these
2: yeah i've had it come a big wave before
0: they're so fucking good you
2: drafting it oh yeah you're drafting it good for you
0: um i'm ready i'm ready to talk football i'm ready to talk about how the bears are going to come in third place
2: let's hear it let's hear your explanation you want to hear my explanation? Yeah, let's yeah. hear your explanation. You can't just come in balls hot saying that the Bears are going to come into third okay, you're play coming off Aaron of Rodgers of with Chicago Bears MVP
0: podcast. year in Green Bay. So right. the Packers are going to win that division. Kirk Cousins is better than any quarterback that you guys have. Um, you're going to trust an Ohio State guy in Justin Fields. He's not going to start till week three. I don't even know who's who's the quarterback. Red right
2: fucking now. rifle, baby.
0: Yeah, Andy Dalton. Red fucking yeah, he's, rifle. He's, he's he's proven to be really good. So I know you like. It. I, I know you the like Bears Andy are Dalton. Come in third place. And even got even golf is better than the quarterback situation with the Bears to have right now. I think you need to be more excited about the basketball season, P, than you need to be about the football season.
2: Hey, 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 the Bulls are back. That's that's a different story. We're not The Bulls are going to be great. We're not here to talk NBA. The Bears are so, going to suck.
1: So, Peyton, are you, are you a Seahawks fan?
2: Am I a Seahawks fan? No, no, I mean, Seahawks Jack.
1: Jack, are you a Seahawks uh,
0: fan? No, I hate the Seahawks. I'm a what Packers team fan. do you root for?
2: Jack's a Packers fan. I'm a Packers fan. That's why he's coming in here all mighty and glory. Like, oh, hey, Rogers from Packers. Chico. We've led this division I'm from Chico. for Chico. So wherever, wherever,
0: well, wherever he is going to go, I'm going to be a fan.
2: Well, here we go, Mr. Bags. Let me lay it down for you. Uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers has been a top tier quarterback for how long? Twenty? Has he been in the league for like 16 years? He has the best quarterback in the league. Okay. He's got what? Once He's been to one Super Bowl? You call that was great? The, was he the MVP? last You call last that great?
0: No. Did I did I mistake that he was the MVP last year? Did I and get what wrong?
2: and what did that MVP get you? Just about like the Nickelodeon MVP for Mitch Trubisky. He's, that was it. That just, was a, the, uh, just a longer ticket to that uh, was the MVP. <laughs> I know that's what I said. <laughs> yeah. The Nickelodeon MVP. There we go.
0: If it wasn't for if it wasn't for Big Cat and Barstool too, they would, he would have no shot for that one.
2: <laughs> no. I'll tell you this. We, we've been to the playoffs two out of the last four years with Mitchell Trubisky. I think we can uh, make the playoffs with Justin Fields back there. I'll tell you what.
0: I'm I'm with Aruda right now. I'm saying the Raiders have a better shot to get a wild card. They're not going to win the division. But no. they have a better shot to get in the playoffs than the Bears. Dude. Yeah.
2: Hey, you can take that same bet Aruda did. <laughs> I'll take that right now. There we go. Down I'll leave it up there. I'll go 200 Oof. That the Raiders have a better record than the Bears is that the bet here?
1: Yes. He, so Meg's just betted two hundred bucks that the Raiders will have a better record than the Bears, and the Raiders will make the. the Raiders will also beat the Bears on Week Five, October fifth.
2: Yeah. I'll, can I can I up that to two hundred? Two hundred bucks for the Raiders having a better season than the Bears. I'm going on. I'm going the Raiders. There okay. Yeah. We've, we've got that Raiders having a better season than the bears. We've got that.
1: All right. So Jack, what are you, what are you doing right now? I know you're at a bar right now, but like in life, I see you out in Kansas all the time. Give, give a life listeners. right
2: now.
0: I'm our outfield. Oh, and hitting coach at the university of Kansas. Shout out to the Jayhawks. The Jayhawks. Um,
3: Big 12
0: right now that want to come to the, greatest university in the world come to the University of Kansas. I'll coach you all your mind. So Are you guys, are you guys going to the Big 10, 10 or what? what? Yeah, what can you tell us We will recruits? be moving to the Big 10 in 2025 when Texas and Oklahoma going to the bit or in the SEC we will be going to the Big 10. I don't want to make it It's going to be huge time. basketball conference.
1: So how just a little back in the college days um, how was it playing for your dad as your college baseball coach
0: yeah i got i mean i got that question a lot it was uh it's fun it was it was hard at times too as uh you know if i if i had a tough night i'd never wanted to go home and have dinner with my mom or my dad if i had went over for four popped up a bun i never really wanted to do that but
2: I'll tell you what it I'm was scared fun to go home know, I, after i, I go for 4 and see yeah, mom and exactly. t
0: exactly p knows <laughs> that you guys have, you guys have met my mom my mom was worse than my dad was she would bury me more for my dad my abass than my dad would but um it was fun man it was uh it was a good time i i i had options to go outside of there but i didn't want to do it and we had some good years with my dad, and it was fun. And I think it brought us closer than coach and son and father and son, but I think my Follow mom up. took it harder than, than anybody
2: else. Follow-up question to it. Would you have rather played for him at UW or at Chico? Chico, dude. You oh, yeah. Uh, well,
0: this, this is a loaded question because obviously I grew up in Chico. I think if he would have stayed there, I would never survived out of high school. So. Powerhouse,
2: there, so powerhouse.
0: But um, I think all of us would have probably been playing. I think he would have been left. Arood, you would have been at first base. I would have been center field at Chico. And I think we would have flunked out of our freshman year, but we probably would have won the national championship.
2: At least we got one. At least we got one. That's right. Yeah, we would have won at the That's bars right. and on the field.
0: So
1: what was that? We said we would have won at the bars and on the field.
0: We probably would have won Riley's, which is, you know, Barstool has that, like, that bar ranking. We probably would have won that, and, yeah, we probably would have won the national championship.
2: It would have been D2,
0: but it would have been pretty fun.
2: I've got a kind of a weird, odd question out there, and you can kind of explain it to our fans out there. What's your feeling towards the national anthem? Can you ask that again? Yeah, so I know you've got some mixed feelings towards it, um, but how do you feel about the National Anthem? If you could just explain, you know, I have I know you had a kind of a situation there with the National Anthem, um, kind of ended your STRS career a little bit early. If you could just explain that for the folks out there.
0: You know, I like standing for it. Um, that's, my, that's my favorite thing. Um, I respect it, so whatever you want to do with that, whenever it plays, you can kneel, you can stand. But my my thing for that is just to watch your footing. You know, you never know if there's going to be some stairs in front of you. You never know if there's going to be a long night that you've had um, where you might not miss a step. But yeah, just watch your footing is, is my most important thing for the national anthem.
3: So for and, the lessons uh,
1: the listeners, I don't understand what he's talking about. Jack dislocated his kneecap coming down the stairs after the national anthem, which ended his season with us. stirs career,
2: monster stirs career,
1: monster career. Um, how's the knee? I know you probably it's probably great right now, you know. Years. Um
0: it took a while to, to rehab, but I've never felt better than I have right now. And it feels really good.
1: <laughs> I will say.
2: I'm sure that needs painless if right now. If
1: there's any positives from the injury, we would get free tables when we would go out in Scottsdale because Jack needed if there's, to sit down. If there's,
0: yeah. If there's, if there's any positives, it's whenever we went out, we got the Pacquiao or the Pacquiao – whatever the fucking asian guy in mcgregor fight we got him free because we convinced the guy he can walk but whenever we went out to the bars yeah like you said roots when you were in um when you were in instructs whenever we went out people thought people thought i was a handicap so it was, it was pretty fun to go out to the bars with me dude we had a good time
1: that's the golf game you told me yesterday you were playing golf right
0: Okay, hey, So uh, I played at a pretty good country club yesterday and Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. was in front of me and it was pretty cool. Um, I shot, I, squ- I squirted one left onto his fairway when he drove one. And this is the only time I talked to him. Like this ball probably hit him in the head. And it was a red one too. Like, cause I can't see, you guys know that. So. When you, guys, when you guys play with me, you know, I have to play with my glasses. Yeah, so I scored one left, obviously. It probably hit him in the head, and he goes, what the fuck is this asshole doing? And then I went fucking a pretty good six iron from the opposite fairway to the green. And he said, nice fucking shot. And I kind of went six to midnight after that. So that was, that was pretty cool. But after that, yeah, that was...
2: Did you hear my question I had for you? What did you have? So uh, what was more embarrassing, you going into his fairway or him seeing you using a red ball? I think the more embarrassing thing was that he plays
0: fucking right-handed. Kind of like you, P. I don't know if that's true. So, I mean, can you imagine that, Roots? Can you imagine playing? You're hitting right-handed and you're like, oh, never mind. I'm going to change my golf games to play left-handed.
1: I'm just gonna defend Ken Griffey Jr. because he may be one of the greatest players ever play baseball, and he's a guy I idolize. A lot of lefties that play hit left-handed baseball, they don't grow up playing golf left-handed because they don't have left-handed golf clubs.
0: Okay, that's That's... what happened to me too. But at the same time, like, I watched him hit a drive 150 yards. and You're like, dude, that's Ken Griffey Jr. and he's hitting right-handed into 150 yards. I think you
2: had a doppelganger. (laughs) But to, I don't think it was Ken Griffey.
0: Question, the, more, the more embarrassing thing was I was sitting a red ball.
2: I appreciate the answer, but I think you had a doppelganger out there. I don't think it was Ken Griffey Jr. No, it was. Ken Griffey Jr. golf's left-handed.
3: No,
0: he doesn't. Maybe he does. <laughs> Ken Bro, is, I swear, Ken like has Ken. a video
1: of Ken Griffey <laughs> on his Instagram hitting left-handed. It might. So,
0: it might be then. Maybe I saw the wrong guy.
4: But I go, I go. <laughs> this, this, is the,
0: this is the best thing of the day. As I as I go into the clubhouse, and he goes, "Hey, you're gonna have a good day." I'm like, "Why the fuck is that?" I'm hung over at 8:40 in the morning on a Friday. He goes, "You're playing in front of Ken Griffey Jr. today." All
1: right, I have I have one question. One more question for you, Megs. Give me your. Yeah.
0: Give
1: me your. Top three favorite moments of your time with the stirs.
0: Dude, that's, that's really nice. So I think my number one is. Okay. We go out and booze pretty hard before all of us do before, before we fly out. Um, You remember that? So we, so we fly, we, we fly out of Arizona to Vermont or I don't I I think we met him on the road. We did. But we booze pretty hard, and everyone's hung over. Me, you, Toffee, um, Big Game Howie. P is obviously hung over, too. And so we meet him on the road, and I think it's me and P are sitting at the bar, and the pitching coach, I think Brian Corey, was sitting with us at the bar, and me and P are like, hey, we're going to have a beer. We're going to have a fucking beer at lunch <laughs> or at dinner. Like right when we get there, just set the tone. Like, okay, these guys obviously came from college. They're hungover. They like to have a good time. So that was number one. I think he remembers that too.
3: And we hadn't
0: we hadn't really got we hadn't really gotten along or like known each other that well then. Quick but I looked about at him, he's like, I'll take a bu-. he's like, I'll take a bud light. I'm like, I'll take a bud light too. I'm like, God, I fucking love this guy. Hey,
1: question about that, that's, real that's quick. That's
2: false. That's false. I would never order it, but like it was definitely probably a Coors Light. Was it a Coors Light? Rockies are blue over here. You know, what, you
0: know what I'm saying, though. You know the story. Hey,
1: Megs, one question about that story. Were you the one that used your shirt to break in
0: the window to try and get in because <laughs> you forgot <throw> your key? <laughs> I forgot we were talking about that one. Yeah, so that that night before we go out. Um, my friend didn't make the trip, obviously. The guy I was rooming with, he wasn't good enough to be a Vermont Lake monster. Yeah, it sadly had to be an Arizona-Oakland-A, and I got locked out of my room. And being the smart guy that I was, I graduated college at probably the best university in the world, so that education told me to put a shirt around my hand and punch a window as hard as I can to try to reach the door around and that happened. So punched the door, reached the door around. And I got fined before I played it. Before I played a professional game, I was fined $800 for breaking the window. So my first game check literally went to a window in, in Tempe, Arizona or wherever. That's not
2: even a, that's not even, that's a whole month's salary. Yeah. That was, was our that first was season. Two and a half months. So
4: that's
0: obviously number one. Number two, um, I think just going out in Church Street was that was unbelievable. We yeah, had such it, a good team. I don't think people realize how good of our a rookie ball team we had because it was all college guys.
2: For all the listeners like if, out if you there. think about
0: that, we had
2: <laughs>
3: Rude. You
0: played you Rude. You played first base. You're a college guy. The first game you played and you hit. Two fucking doubles over the outfielder's heads. What did I do in my second game? P, P got a knock that night. Um, I got a knock that night. Toffee, every, every college guy who played got a knock. And then my third one, this is a good one too. Um, it was the first week. I was on fire the first week, if you guys remember that. Yeah. <laughs> like, hit a, hit of a bunch of home runs. Yeah, I think
1: he had three home runs.
0: Hit a bunch of homers. I was like, damn, I'm probably getting called up to the big leagues later this week. But we went out one of the nights, and we're playing, I don't know, it was like the eighth inning. We are down two runs. I went to the bullpen during a pitching change, and I threw up in the bullpen bathroom. I came back out, and then I hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning to put us up by three runs after I threw up in the bathroom. (laughs)
1: Hey, you had the sixth tool, man. You had the being
0: yeah. able to play hungover. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. The thing was with the stirs was we played pretty hard on the field, but, God damn it, we got after it on Church Street. Like, that was a fucking – that was a disaster, dude.
3: For all of our listeners
0: he's, uh,
2: he's talking about Church Street that's in uh, Burlington, Vermont. Yeah, part of the university of vermont's uh, party scene over there great time uh we get the chance to burn travel that out there definitely do it
0: the
2: yeah we burned that place to the ground
0: but yeah that was, that was a, those are probably my top three times and then i think i'm gonna go honorable mention with top four when we went to dinner in arizona with costa and I forget where we were, but he gave us a little <laughs> bullshit moments. Oh yeah. <laughs> I forgot
3: about Did that. You guys remember that. Yeah.
0: And,
2: then we, we were at that, uh, and then we all
0: got released. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were at that we were at that famous burger place, whatever in Gilbert. That and uh he yeah. was asking what was he at? He was asking and, for uh, he was asking for a Irish car bomb. And yeah. they come back and they go, We don't have Guinness and goes, bullshit.
0: That was, dude, that was, uh, whenever going out and eating with you guys, that was some fucking fun times. Those are some stories when we would go out in Arizona and try to play in the spring training game hungover in 118 degree heat. We did well. We played well. Those are some fun times. All
1: right, so we have one betting question.
2: Give us a player to home run tomorrow. Me
0: quick. My phone's on 2% right now. So I'm going to You know what? You know what? Who's, you know what? Who's
2: hitting a home run tomorrow? Who's going to hit a home run tomorrow. Yep. Um, You're going to be the first person on our special guest betting prop. Who's hitting a home run tomorrow.
0: Does Vlad, Vlad Jr. I know played a day game here. He had a home run. I think he Homered two out of the three games in Seattle. Um, you know, I'm gonna take is Matt Olson. Matt Olson will hit a home run tomorrow. There we
2: go. There, we go first. there you go. Sturge if Stur- you heard it. Here. Matt Olson if you want to take can, the first can, ever special. Anybody who listens to,
0: to this can can charge me. Matt Olson will hit a home run tomorrow. All
2: right. Everybody off. Your it.
0: bets, Pete. your bets have been terrible. So
2: Hey, I had a nice Sebby's of all the homers. Rudes, home.
0: Rudes is cleaning you up right now, but I'll come golf with you in literally a week. So All right. All right,
1: there Jack. thank you. Enjoy your wings and enjoy those beers the rest of the night, my buddy. All right. I love you guys. I'm going to go take a poop. Bye. <laughs> all right. Bye. heart. <laughs> and that was Jack Meggs. All the hype that he – all the hype about him and the fun and the uh, – he called from a bar. We, we knew he was going to. Actually – he said he was going to. I didn't think it was going to happen, but he did. Uh, I don't know what to say. Just a yeah, elect- few
2: cold ones. Uh, few cold ones over there.
1: I think it was just an electric interview. I think it was great. I think it uh, it's hilarious. I got some good. We got some good sound bites out of that. Um, we saw what his order was: some buffalo hot hot wings with some ranch on the side. That so, we did.
2: <laughs> that we so, did.
1: So. um... All right, so let's go a little betting to end, to end
2: the show. Um, yeah, let's do it. So, so yeah, stirs, uh, the Sterniacs out there want to ride our first-ever special guest prop bet. We'll see if it goes uh, one for one. I know is killing it right now. He is three for three.
1: If you include podcast
2: one, I'm six for six.
1: No. Yeah, I'm six for six. I got my parlay correct. And well, that counts as one. Parlay okay. counts as one. So, yeah, I'm three
2: for three. You are correct. Yeah. I'm three for three. Yeah, three for three. All right. You know, we're not doing bad. I had the the Sebi Homer. I think I'm two for four right now. There you go. But, uh, we'll pick it up. We'll get it going. We'll All see right. if the uh, first-ever special guest prop rides, but we'll see. Uh, what, what do you got for uh, tomorrow, Ruda? What do you got for the people? Let's hear it.
1: Um, I got... I got or judged. could be
2: this week, could be an NFL, could be an NFL. Could be an
1: NFL. I'm gonna do a little baseball parlay real quick.
2: Um,
1: okay. I'm taking the Yankees. I got the A's over the White Sox. And then I have the Giants over the Mets. That's my three team parlay.
2: Yankees, A's, Giants. Yeah, Yankees, A's, Giants. Yep. All right, I'm gonna go. I'm taking. Let's take a Cody Bellinger home run tomorrow against the Pirates at home. That's my bet.
1: Yeah, call it Cody Bellinger homer.
2: It's all. It's all I'm riding. Cody Bellinger homer at home tomorrow for the Dodgers.
1: All right. Thank you guys for listening. Go subscribe to us on spotify apple music anywhere listening to podcasts thanks for listening to us and see you later X.